Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Bodonia And I'm Jody Clark. On this week's ep, we celebrate the P-U-S-S-Y, the pussy, and how it's time for us to reclaim our own sexuality. Yes, bitch. Jodes and I are back together, thank fuck. Yes. And we'll be answering a listener question who is struggling with letting go of that baby boy energy. As always, we'll end on another spicy confession from one of our own very good bitches. Drip, drip, bitch. We've got our first little gift for you, our GBs, hopefully one of many. So please stay tuned for that. But first things first, Jodes, what is new with you? Oh, I'm so hyped for this episode. Um, The reunion episode. Reunion. Might I add. Um, I had an amazing weekend at my brother's apartment. Just. Kicking it with him and his beautiful wife. And can I just share with you one thing that I actually got from Jules that I've now incorporated into my own lifestyle? Oh, Christ. Train wreck? (laughs) (laughs) Not train wreck. Um, Fucking the best combination. I'm talking alcohol combination of all all time, (laughs) simplicity-wise. Bailey's and rice milk come the fuck through. Mm-hmm. What was the ratio? What were you do- what ratio were we doing? Okay, so I started off weak and then it was just not satisfying me. Mm-hmm. So I was slowly getting more and more Bailey's up in that bitch. Mm-hmm. And it was just, oh, it was just creamy. Mm. It was just divine. So I would start with the Bailey's, then the rice milk would come through, then I'd add the ice situation mm-hmm. and that shit was fresh Perfect. and then like, by the fifth one you're like you know what hold the rice milk daniel hold the rice milk yeah and ice is all you need but oh my <laughs> god what a combo give it a go gbs baileys and rice milk something about the rice milk it just brings out the flavor of the baileys so fucking legit also that combination worked nicely for my next update for you julesy oh my gosh i am back fucking it up on bumble so oh. hide your mans hide your wife because it's going down Okay, so what's what's it like now that, you know, it's been ISO and it's going into winter? Are mm. all the zaddies online again or what's going on? Mate, the zaddies are out in full fucking force. I don't know what's happened through corona, but there are so many more hotties on the apps. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, fucking Kent, who I've never seen before. Because mm. sometimes you do see the same faces. You do. You do, right? And there is a lot of new potentials in the development squad mm. um, that I'm really appreciating. Um, and I'm also ruthless as fuck these days. Mm. Even I, more so. Even more so, if it was possible. So if you don't reply to me within one day, I'm unmatching your ass. I don't fucking care if you've got a job or a family. You've got 12 <laughs> hours to impress. <laughs> <laughs> 12 hours or get the fuck out of my phone. Love it. And there's also, as Jules knows, because she knows the the, be- the background, the BG, mm-hmm. there's also a potential husband in the works. So There is, but once again, we'll believe it when we see it. Yeah, we are. He is in the husband development squad. Um, we're going to call him Hot Stuff. Great. Which you'll know, you understand knowing yes, what he does yes, for a living. Yes. We're calling him Hot Stuff. So I will keep our GBs updated. But what is going on with you, Jules? Update us. 
Okay, so your girl is finally back in Sydney. Um, Jodie and I had a great day yesterday. Came straight to Jodie's house, basically off the plane. Yeah. Uh, we did mimosas and we talked and we did the hinge and we did, you know, just yep. all very important political yep. issues. Priorities. Um, speaking of priorities, I, um, as people who have been listening to the podcast know, I'm mm-hmm. now on JobKeeper because I was stood down for my job. And naturally the first thing I did with my paycheck is I subscribed to OnlyFans. Beautiful. I love it. So I'll, I'll kind of explain it to yourself and the listeners, Jodes, what mm-hmm. OnlyFans is because everyone's like, is it just a porn site? Are we just paying for porn? So it's yeah. kind of the layout is exact, exactly like Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's literally they have the grid or you can, um, you know, scroll down photo by photo and they just show like vagina or um, sorry, I clearly bought a girl. Like I'm not going to pay for a guy. Yuck. Um, so they're either vagina or like cute little kitty shots oh. or like fingers in vagina. They're showing how wet they are. I don't know, guys. Like I'm all for, um, you know, giving money to these females and, and men who work in the sex industry because mm-hmm. I know that, you know, with porn a lot of the stories are that get gypped and actually they don't really see the money. So I'm all for, um, you know, funding them and, Rightfully so. Yeah. However, it's nothing that we haven't seen, especially with the way IG is going. It's nothing mm. that we haven't seen before. Even when I saw full vagina, basically cervix, like I saw their child, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. You saw them giving birth. Yeah. Well, I was just like, it's just nothing mm. different. I don't know. And I probably sound so stingy because this girl was $10 for 30 days, <laughs> which is fine. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just such a, a cheapskate. But so that's where I'm at. I'm spending all my JobKeeper money on OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, so in case everyone's yeah, really proud of me. I had to share, Jodie's got a gun to my head and she's making me share this story. <laughs> this bitch had the audacity to take it out of our show notes and I put it back in with exclamation marks to let her know this story needs to be fucking told. So yesterday when we're catching up, Jodie was like, she had an agenda written out for us and on the top of the agenda, on the top of the agenda was consistent dick from Perth. And yes. Jodie was like, bitch, what the fuck happened? You just stopped talking about it on your podcast. You stopped replying to my messages about him. What's the go? And I was like, oh, Jodes, I've ruined it. I, I fucked it up completely. So for the listeners, I'm going to tell this story once and then we're going to move on with everyone's lives. Okay. So if you remember consistent dick, that's the guy from Perth who I went to his house and I vomited and it was all good. But, you know, I just had a cheeky vomit in the laundry. All as was you well. do. As yeah, you do. That's all you do. And um, all was well. And then he invited me to his house again for my final weekend in Perth. And, um, you know, he's making jokes and he's like, oh, you're not going to yak everywhere, are you? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, as if that was once. I never do that. Anyway, the night goes on. He passes out pretty early and I was like, fuck no, your girl is partying. So he passes out, out around 12 a.m. I kind of I go to bed at 4 a.m. I don't remember going to bed, but I go to bed at 4 a.m. We didn't have sex. We didn't touch. We literally just like slept next to each other. We woke up in the morning and it's like 7 a.m. So I'm pre- probably still 100% drunk and I like go to back up onto it you know mm. what I mean girls oh. you know the arch back hello, hello. I go to back up onto it and I flick my hair behind me I'm, I'm trying to throw it back and bust it open <laughs> and as I flick my hair behind me he goes oh my god is that vomit all in your hair and I'm like I don't know is it because I can't see I grab my hair 
It's soaking with vomit. I look all over the bed. There is vomit everywhere. My eyes go around the room. There's vomit on his trophies, on his shoes, on his family photos. It was an exorcism. Exorcism? It was an exorcism up in that bitch. Exorcism of Emily Rose, oh. that Jules Rangihuya. I opened the door to like go to the bathroom and wash myself up. Vomit everywhere. Like I don't know how this came out of me, but it did. So safe to say I got my things together, apologised profusely and got the fuck out of there. So that's consistent dick story. So, you know, for my next trick, here's how I ruin everything that's good in my life with <laughs> alcohol. Um, but Jones, we had to discuss something quite important. Mm-hmm. Once again, our Instagram results for a question I put out whilst I was in Perth and it got me thinking, love at first sight, mm. do we believe in it? Absolutely fucking not. Have you ever have you ever had this? No, I believe in wanting him to bust my fucking back out at yeah. first sight. I believe in lust at first sight. I believe in chemistry at first sight. That all powerful, all knowing attraction and sheer gravitational pull mm. towards someone. But love, no, because love uh, n- needs meaning. Love needs connection. Love needs knowing the person. Right? Mm, mm-hmm. You don't know them if you haven't even spoken to them. You at least need a conversation. We're speaking sight. Could it be love at first conversation? Well, now that's mm. another mm-hmm. discussion. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon, Jules? I don't believe in this only because everything that catches my eye on the street, what breaks my neck, mm-hmm. if I'm looking back at it, mm-hmm. is never what's good for me. Absolutely. Ever. Everything yep. that is like that I want in my vagina immediately is actually never good for me. And all my long-term exes have I've actually hated when I've initially met them. Like because they've, you know, because they have competed against my ego or um, they've just made me think differently about the world. Mm. So, no, I definitely do not believe it. Lust at first sight, definitely. I remember when I was in a nightclub once, me and this guy looked across each other at the room and we just were like, oh, my God. Like and we just walked like movie shit. We walked through the room to meet each other and went home with like we went home immediately. We were like obsessed. I can relate to that too. I remember the first time I saw a guy who I've really struggled to get over. As soon as we locked eyes in the bar, it was like that fucking Taylor Swift song. I knew he was going to be trouble. As soon as we locked mm. eyes, I was like, fuck, it's on. Wow. All right. But look, we need to go to break on that point. Um, so make sure, GBs, that you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast, How to Be a Good Bitch, and follow us on Instagram at Good Be Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. We are back with our main topic. Now, once again, with our catch-up yesterday with Jodes, Mm. one of the very important things I brought back to her, very important piece of information, is I was telling her about I went to dinner with one of my girlfriends in Perth and um, she was saying how her husband has only ever gone down on her once in their entire marriage and she also does not masturbate. I was mourning. I, I, you know, I chucked on a black veil right then and there. Mm. I was mourning mm. and I just could not put into words how important masturbation is. Mm. So you know what? This podcast is dedicated to you. You'll know who you are. Jodes and I are about to speak on why the fuck masturbating is so important. I mean, this story breaks my heart, truly. 
it, it, it physically hurts my soul mm-hmm. that she went through that. So mm-hmm. I just want to send a bit of love to her. Um, absolutely, it's fucking important, which is why we took it to the polls. And the results showed us that currently our GBs are at 27% for masturbating once a week mm-hmm. or less. So 27% of our GBs are masturbating once a week or less. And 73% of our GBs are masturbating at least twice a week. That made me feel a lot better when so I read those stats. So that warmed my heart mm, when, I, mm. when I heard that statistic. And um, look, what I will tell you is that the stats Australia-wide, however, mm. are saddeningly clear. There's plenty of jacking off and not enough jilling off, mm-hmm. shall I say. So when it comes to sexual self-pleasure, women are missing out when you compare to men jackhammering away. And that is a problem. This is according to the Australian Research Centre in Sex, Health and Society. That is a problem when it comes to our sexuality and relationships, according to researchers. Now, Australian research, we don't want to bore you with stats, but this one stat jumped out at me and Jules. Um, Australian research from 2014 surveying 20,000 men and women found that 72% of men reported they had masturbated in the past year, of course, compared to only 42% of women. So, guys, when Jodie gave me this stat, yeah. I was like, wait, are we? is this from before pre-wartime? And she goes, no, bitch, it was 2014. Like, what the fuck? What does it say? 42% of women masturbated mm. within the year. Oh, I must be going ham for all of them. I must just be making up for it now. I know. This, I mean, it hurt my soul. But, I mean, the point we're trying to make is masturbation is fucking everything, honey. If you leave your sexual pleasure mm-hmm. to your lovers only, there's a high chance you won't know how your body responds to different kinds of touch. Mm. You're not going to be aware of what you like, what makes you feel good in the bedroom. It's going to affect your confidence in mm-hmm. that arena, the mm-hmm. way you feel about yourself during sex mm-hmm. and the way that your partner responds to you during sex. Also, the benefits, right? Let's get into the oh, health the benefits, benefits, Jules, because yeah. these are fucking limitless. Mm-hmm. We're talking stress relief, better sleep, strengthened muscle tone, which blew my mind, and an increase of self-esteem. And I've got to say, because I fucking masturbated last night, we'll mm. get into that, I feel fucking great today. Great. Mm-hmm. Like You're myself, going. You're going, right? girl. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. What do you reckon, Jules? Well, I know for me as, you know, being a single female who enjoys sex, it's also helped me be more assertive in the bedroom because I know exactly what I want and I know how I'm going like to get there. So, yes, David, I'll let you do your little jackhammer thing for two pumps and then time (laughs) is up. I'm I'm climbing on top, you know. That's it. I'll let you have your little fun and then it's my turn. It also makes me come to my fucking senses, Mm. pun intended. Uh, Jodes and I had a text conversation. God, I sound like an old person. We had a text conversation where I said to Jodes, yo, I feel like I am catching feelings, which for me is extremely rare. I said, (laughs) I'm catching feelings, but wait, he's a baby boy. He's a baby boy. She said, babe, you've got three hours. Go masturbate and come back to me. Yeah. And boy, did I see the light. I was like, oh, okay, no, no, I actually hate him. I can see it for what it is. I'm Hallelujah. Not Hallelujah. Um, but, I mean, that's a fucking excellent point. I'm glad you told that story, Jules, because my point, right, I wanted to raise this and feel out what you guys reckon. So here's an idea for you, GBs. How many of us are using sex 
to fill a void within ourselves, right? So like the example of Jules, before you call back that fuck boy who's been using you for the punani and making you feel like shit every goddamn time you have sex with him, ask yourself, okay, if you, particularly if you're feeling lonely and it's hard during isolation, I get it, but ask yourself, how often are you masturbating, right? Mm. So I need you to catch a nut, go and fucking touch yourself, play with yourself, and then assess if you still need to visit toxic Tommy from down the road. Because it's like, and I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and here's a great metaphor. It's like they say if you're hungry, right? Have a big glass of water Mm. and then assess if you still need to eat. Mm. So if you're feeling lonely, masturbate and then assess how you feel. Mm -hmm. Connect with yourself first before looking outside of yourself. I know for me, the perfect time to masturbate, just in case I catch feelings or say something stupid or go home with someone I shouldn't, Mm. is I actually like to masturbate before a first date. Wow. Because then I'm not fogged. My glasses aren't fogged. I can see them for what it is. I'm not after the D. You don't have the rose-tinted glasses on because you're like, I've got this. I've got this. I'm good. And another point about masturbation, 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 masturbation. <laughs> um, I spoke to a couple of my girlfriends in committed relationships, right? And a good friend of mine actually credits masturbation with keeping the spice in her long-term relationship. Mm. See, she said, fuck yeah, if she's feeling off it and not very sexual. You know how you go through slumps Mm. in your relationship sexually? Maybe you've put on a bit of weight or you're just, you're feeling a bit asexual. You're not feeling yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And your relationship's suffering. So if there's a slump in their sex life, she says she'll often give herself a little solo treat during the day. Mm. And then suddenly she's like, then I want to fuck him that night. I want to fucking bang him that night. Mm -hmm. I am gagging for him to come home from work so we can have sex. So true, hey, because I know that last night we both checked each other and we were like, okay, let's start masturbating. This is how close Jodie and I are. <laughs> we are like, let's start masturbating. But we had had such a big day of business and mimosas that we were like not really feeling it. But I tell you what, as soon as I turned down those lights and put the pedal to the metal, <laughs> it was all systems go. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, but Jodie, speaking of masturbation, yep. when was the first time you ever – masturbated I can definitely remember one of the very first times um as a child Mm. in the bath Mm, mm -hmm. um and I but I think this sounds so lame but I feel like I just had some itchiness or something down there yeah so I was just trying to relieve it and then it started to feel good Mm. and I was confused I was like what Mm. what the fuck's going on here and I just went with it and I made myself actually climax how old Just do you think you were? Out of sheer curiosity, I reckon I must have been about maybe 10-ish, yeah, yeah. something along there. Yeah, and yeah. I still don't think I fully understood yeah, for sure. the exploration I was obviously on at yeah. that time, but I knew that it felt good. Yeah. And end of day, I was getting to know my own body. So whatever, I don't, I don't think I knew that that was a thing. I, didn't, yeah. I don't think I understand the term masturbation. Oh, no, for sure. But I, I definitely remember experiencing that in the bath. And then also I remember back in New Zealand, I used to masturbate in my old room in Auckland. Shout out to my ex-flatmates. <laughs> in the mirror. And I used to watch myself. Mm. And I found, I found that really hot. Interesting. I've never yes. done the mirror trick. I might do that. In the mirror. Do it. My first time um, of 
masturbating, which exactly like Jodes. I think we're all like this. You don't actually mm. know. You're just like, well, this feels really good. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I was um, at primary school. must have been like year four or something. And I was up in the library and I was lying on my stomach reading a book. Obviously, this was like during library like time. I, I was a very sporty kid. <laughs> but um, I was on my stomach reading a book. And I remember like rubbing my like what's this called a pelvic bone pelvic, pelvic bone? bone against yeah. the floor and I was like what the fuck this feels amazing and I kept going so <laughs> the teachers must have been like what the fuck is wrong with that kid here <laughs> I am just humping the floor reading fucking I don't know Roll Dahl. Um, so, yes, definitely first time but what is your now let's go back to the present term what mm. is your go-to masturbation like rhythm my rhythm R- your routine should I say well I'm usually like Aside from last night, which we'll get into later, Mm -hmm. I'm usually your OG fingers girl Mm -hmm. and I don't normally need porn. Usually I can just take myself there mentally thinking about past sexual experiences or if I'm just relaxing, I can just kind of make it happen on my own. Are you fingers on the clip or are you going come hither inside? I'm just fingers on the clit. Mm. I'm just so clit. I will only go into the G spot if it's like I haven't done it very much. Maybe a couple times I've I've gone to that extent. But yeah. I find as long as I've got the clitoral stimulation, yeah, yeah. I'm good. But we all know that I'm still team G spot. You know huge, you know this Jules. Yes. You're huge team G spot. I am team clit. But in saying that, how mm. funny because when I masturbate, I'm obviously always like team clit, team clit. But if I'm doing a big session, I will put a finger up onto my g-spot and also rub my clit because i like when i orgasm like you know how your vagina like goes like this yeah i'm I'm sorry yeah it does i forgot that you guys can't see me it clenches which i like to feel because i'm like okay i've gotten there but can we just say there is yes there is always this like a veil of shame over female masturbation but there's also this weird like veil of shame over how we masturbate oh sorry over how we orgasm because I had to Google when I first started orgasming, I had to Google if I was doing it right because I didn't have the full like, oh, my God, screaming the house down. It was just, you know, the heightened breath. I got really hot, tingles, et cetera. But it wasn't what it was portrayed in the movie. So I was like, fuck, I feel like I can't win. Exactly. Like you don't need to have that infamous Meg Ryan uh, orgasm fucking moment in Mm. in the cafe, right? It's I. We need to take the fucking emphasis off reaching climax, right? Mm-hmm. There doesn't need to be an end goal. You're not doing it right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. As long as you're touching yourself, you're exploring, you're getting pleasure out of it, you're fucking winning, okay? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, PSA to anyone out there that's too scared to go for it, like, just fucking do it. And this goes for my more conservative girlfriends that are listening to this shit. Because I know you bitches are, okay? Your sexuality is yours and I'm going to need you to fucking reclaim that shit, okay? So if you're my friend and you're not masturbating regularly, please get it the fuck together, okay? So speaking of Team Clit, I was so excited when I got home and I would have booked my trip home weeks ago if I knew this was at my doorstep. Jodie and I came home to a little package and it was. It's literally right there. It's right, right next. So I can actually say, I can actually, I'm going to pick it up and sniff it if I want. It's Jodie's. <laughs> um, we came home to the litters, little, I'm reading clit and little at the same time. I'm right, it's lit. 
the cutest little uh, clit package. It was it's called the Sona Two by Lilo. It has the cutest little packaging. So it's kind of like your womanizer, your satisfier pro, but way more bougie. We will yeah. post photos. It is this sexy little handheld device um, and it uses suction on your clit, suction and air waves on mm-hmm. your clit. So it mimics a tongue. And boy, oh boy, we had to tell you girls our experiences because, I mean, my life's been changed and I'm not too sure if I look different today. But... You're fucking glowing. I am glowing. So, Jodes, maybe I'll start with my review. Yeah, go go with your review first. So I thought I'd try mine out, you know, on Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night and this morning just to triple check and understand all the settings, you know, just for research purposes. Um, the lowest setting for sure. So when I initially turned it on and put it on my clit, I didn't realize that it was just like on, um, factory settings, which is quite high. Mm. So I used it for two seconds and I actually thought my clit was going to fly off and hit the wall. It was (laughs) so hectic. So definitely use the lowest setting. They provide lube, this cute little like package. It's so gorgeous guys. You really need to get like it's so fucking cute. Um, they just, yeah, they provide lube. So definitely use lube. Otherwise your clit will rip off. I mean, it probably won't, but <laughs> definitely use the lube. So I use the lube. And can I just say, this is, and for me, this is huge. This is the first time I've never needed porn because the suction mimics a tongue so well. Mm. So I just closed my eyes and I just remembered all that toxic dick I used to get and all those, you know, great sex sessions, Yeah, um, which is great for my mental health. <laughs> um and Jodes, one thing that kept happening to me is I kept pissing the bed. So I know what squirting is and I've squirted before. Okay, so what? back it up. You were actually urinating? I was, well, because I sniffed it. So obviously I was like, oh, this is great. I'm squirting. I'm having the best time of my life. I'm about to levitate, you know. <laughs> I'm about to levitate and just <laughs> levitate out into the kitchen. And then I was like, okay, there's lots and lots of this. Oh, wait, maybe I've got my period. You know when we, we, everything goes through our head? I was like, yeah. maybe I've got my period. Yeah. And I looked down and I pissed the bed. There was a huge wet patch. Got up, sniffed it, pissed the bed you know, put my sheets in the wash and my housemate was like, it's about to rain. What are you doing? I was like, oh, never mind. And then I tried it again last night and I kept pissing myself. Are you sure it wasn't just your own secretion? Well, can someone write to us? Because I'm confused. Is this normal? I don't feel like you're pissing yourself. I just feel like it was your own fucking juices, babe. You were there just, was lots. you were fucking like juicy as fuck. But you God. were on your Doja Cat shit. <laughs> I don't feel like it was urine. Seriously, you would feel that. Yeah, okay. But, hey, I'm only going to use this. I will let Jodes tell her review. Yeah. I'm only going to use this once a month because I I can imagine, especially with my addictive personality, I am about to get fucking hooked. I can never imagine going back to fingers again, girls. Mm. It was so amazing. I can't recommend this enough. Like, that's it. I I also, like Jules, I fucks with this hard. So, um. I've actually got in my notes in my phone, so my phone could be a little sticky because I remember <laughs> fucking writing this after I was done because I wanted to keep it true and authentic for the GBs. Mm-hmm. So I wrote the review straight after I was done. And I've got here, um, I'm just going to take myself back there. So I set the scene right. I actually was like, okay, I'm going to get some porn going with this one. Mm-hmm. So I brought out like an um, FMM scene on. Love, my fave. Yeah, yeah. On um, Belisa, what's your favorite? Belisa.com. Belisa.com. Yeah. Belisa.com. Why Check. they don't sponsor us yet is insane. Why they don't fucking sponsor us because they are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Seriously, the tone of that website is just. Mwah. Anyway, shout out to them. Um, I brought that up. So I had, yeah, 
a great little scene going and um, I just situated myself on the bed and um, I used the lube, right? Mm -hmm. And um, at first, like Jules, I was trying to kind of keep it together because I was taken aback by how powerful it Mm -hmm. was. Um, And anyway, I was, I started just like maybe on the first setting, right? And I made sure it was down low because already I was like, oh, hello, come on. <laughs> oh, fucking away we go. We're not playing games tonight. <laughs> and then it was like coming along and it was kind of cracking cracking me up because it was making these like slurpy mm. noises. Did mm-hmm. you notice yes. that? Like, yeah. As it was going up and down my clitoral region, it was making these slurpy re- um, noises because of the personal moisturizer I had mm-hmm. used on it. And I was quite generous with it. And I was cracking myself up because I was like, thinking to myself, it's the, the noises it was making was quite hummy and quite loud and slurpy. And I was like, if one of my fucking flatmates is going to the bathroom right now, they might hear this. Like, this is fucking hectic. So I was like hitting the minor setting to make sure I was in the lowest setting because it was fucking going for it. And then I played around with the different styles. So this, I think, has up to like, what, 12? Eight, uh, eight to 12, yeah. It has several different settings. So I was like, well, let's explore the different settings and – I wanted to find one that was like a vibe. And pretty quickly I found like two, mm, right? They mm. had like a good rhythm. And it really does it really does feel like someone's going down on you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it feels fucking real but like more intense and powerful. And anyway, once I got over the initial shock of it, I started to get into it. And part of the porn that I was watching, the scene, it actually coincided quite nicely. Oh, not, I love that. It fucking yeah, coincided so fucking With nicely. With someone sitting on someone's face or something and you're like, I'm sitting on someone's face. Yes, yes. Mm. It, it was fucking seamless. So it coincided quite nicely with the clitoral situation because the chick in the scene was getting head from the other chick. Oh, I so love that scene. Bitch, yes, the same person. I was like, oh, okay, this is fucking mint because that's how I'm feeling right now. Like someone's going down on me and I'm watching someone get head. So... Mm. Um, that was that fucking vibe and I could feel myself starting to come, but I didn't climax. I was just kind of like, you know, when you're just having fun with it. I was feeling out a new toy. Yeah. I was feeling it out. I was having fun. It was pleasurable. I was like kind of on the way there, but I didn't fully climax. Um, so I would actually, but that's fine. As we said, we need to take away the shame from not climaxing, Mm -hmm. like just having a good time Mm -hmm. and being pleasurable. And I was a bit moody that day, as Jules knows. So (laughs) um, I had fun with it. And so I I sort of had my fun. The scene ended. I wound it up and um, I fucks with it. I would definitely rate it. It's super cute. It's waterproof. It's waterproof. It's shower friendly, bath friendly. It's so easy. It's so light and easy to handle as well. It's made from silicone. It's so sexy, guys. I can't wait to post about it. But it And it comes so in a little discreet cute. black pouch. You can recharge it where anywhere you go. So yeah. my personal favourite, I like to take out the aux cord at parties and just chuck in my sex toy and just charge it up there. Everyone will love it. It's a great time. So our GB tip of the week, this is our first time we've ever done this for our old listeners. We have a discount code for you. It's Good Beat Podcast. It's 15% off. Wow. It's at mylittlesecret.com.au. That's Australia's premier adult pleasure store. So I'll just say that again. Enter Good Beat Podcast for 15% off at mylittlesecret.com.au. It's definitely not just, uh, you know, female centric. They've got couple toys, male toys. They've got it all. Their fucking website's so sick. Seriously, check it out. And it's free express postage. So for all you horny hoes like us, who need that shit ASAP, they've got your back. Or even if you're not horny, right, and you just want to try something new, get into it, all right? So, guys, we're going to go to a quick break, but make sure you've rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a little cheeky review. And also make sure you follow our Instagram and join in the fun at Podcast. We would love to hear from you. 
Good bitches. We're back from break and ready to get into our listener question from one of our very own. All right, so we've got a baby boy situation oh here, God. Jules. Do so I write this? I hope you're listening up because she needs our help. All right. Jules and Joes, I've just recently cut off communication with a boy that I just didn't see a future with. I got the ick feeling, you know the one, girls, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Ugh, cringy ick feeling a few times and knew I had to cut it off. The boy was great in bed, but young, dumb, and immature. I was a harsh bitch and blocked him across all platforms. Mm-hmm. My qu- <laughs> Harsh, but like we get it. Mm-hmm. My question to you girls is, if you are seeing someone and have been seeing them for a few months now, but have lost complete interest and attraction, what and how would you break it off with them? Do I do the casual slow fade, never reply, or blocking, just block them, drip off the Band-Aid? Or if they ask you why you're being a bit sort of off, Mm. should you be honest and just say, hey, look, it's not fucking you, it's me. I'm not interested anymore. Mm. Like, do I use that excuse? Or like, what do I do? Help me, GBs, because I feel like a mole. First off, thank you so much for writing in. We actually appreciate everyone who goes, you know, has the time to write to us. Actually, so we love yeah. this. Um, and it's so written in your words, which we love as well. Yeah. Um, oh, it's hard, it's hey, because hard I know one. what I should say, but I know what I'm being doing. It is such a hard one because, you know, being – if our if we, this was good bitch tip of the week, we would be saying, you know, you, you guys have been hanging out for a few months, so you mm. kind of do owe it to him mm. to just say, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm not in the right headspace to keep pursuing this. This isn't going to work out. And I say this because if someone did this to one of my girlfriends who, who they'd been going over to their house for three times a week, you know, met, met a couple of the friends, yeah. and then they suddenly ghosted them. Do you know how fucking angry I would be? It is gutless. It is gutless. So I think, you know, if I put the shoe on the other foot, I would say, you do owe it to them. And I'm only saying this. Yes, they're a baby boy and we all know how we feel about baby boys. Mm-hmm. But it's the key element here is you've been hanging out with them for a few months. Yeah, This wasn't, a, you know, a two-week thing, which we've all been through. It's yeah. a few months. So you kind of do owe it to them to say, um, I've really enjoyed this. I'm clearly not in the right headspace right now. Good luck with you. Yeah. What do you think though, Jodes? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a case-by-case case basis. Mm. Thankfully, I've had a couple situations where it's like we both kind of realised it wasn't going anywhere long-term mm-hmm. and there was just like a general respect there. Mm. But sometimes when you can see that you're not on the same page, I've always just um, had a really straight-up conversation mm-hmm. and said, look, it's been really fun, but, you know, are you with me on the fact that this isn't really going to go mm. Um, any further I don't see this progressing into a relationship you're a cool guy but I don't want to waste your time Mm -hmm. I just feel like for me I always feel way better Mm. having a conversation with them if they want to talk about it if they want to hit me on the phone and go through it I'm more than happy to do that but I always feel way better with just being a real one and having the conversation and like you say Jules like I always – it gives me the shits when I hear of men doing that to my girlfriends. Mm. So I always like to pay it forward and basically treat people how I want to be treated and pay them that respect. Mm. But in saying that, it depends on the situation, right? If the guy's disrespecting me or serving me some fuck shit, best believe I'll be a bitch back. You get what you give mm. in these situations. That's my opinion. Mm. So you need to make the call based on how the guy's treated you, what the interaction's been like, 
Um, and generally, if if they're if they're cool, it'll be well re- it'll be well received if you handle yourself right. But look, treat people how you want to be treated, man. Mm. I think ghosting's fucking weak. Mm. You can miss me with that fuck shit. I I mean, sometimes the slow fade's okay, right? Because yeah. sometimes they'll be on the same page if. If it's mutual, for if sure. If it's mutual, yeah. sometimes the slow fade's cool. It's just like, hey, look, we both respect it as what it is. But mm. I think if you're not on the same page and you can tell it's going to be an issue, just pick up your fucking clitoris. Mm. Clitoris? Clitoris? Yep. Pick yep. up your big fucking dangling clitoris and have the conversation. Yeah, it's okay? huge, big clit energy. That's big clit energy. And also it kind of saves your reputation if you have that conversation because you know what it's like when you've done the slow fade but you've done it to them and they haven't wanted it and then you see them out and yes. suddenly they hate you and yeah. all their friends hate you. So especially I know in, a, or in cities like Perth and Sydney, actually fucking every city you go to because every city becomes small to you, Yes, it's all about that reputation. And who knows, maybe they've got a hot, hot best friend who's always wanted to get in there <laughs> and because you've, you know, exited that um, relationship, shall I say, shall I say, um, you know, gracefully, they probably think of you in a higher regard. Exactly. Rather than, oh, she was a stink, but she just cut me off. 100%. So I th- hope we've answered that. I kind of like that answer. Yeah. But slide in the DMs if we haven't. Yeah, Happy to help you out sure. further. So, Jodes, are you ready for this confession to end our episode off? Oh, I'm ready. Jodie's never heard of this. Oh. Um, I got this. Maybe I can say this. I actually got this from a personal source, not my own personal, but from oh, someone close to me. Love it. So she reminded me of this actually and I was pissing myself laughing at dinner. I was like, bitch, I'm so using this confession. So here we go. During the first month of dating my now boyfriend, we went on a cute dinner and footy date together that ended with him sleeping over and us sleeping together multiple tw- multiple times throughout the night. Ooh. Ladies, you know the one. I love those dates. Yes. The next morning, we went out for breakfast at my local cafe. Feeling cute, I left my knickers on from the night before. It was a black lacy number and I paired it with a flowy skirt in case my mans wanted wanted a sneaky bum grab. Hot. Anyway, as we're walking into the cafe, I feel something trickling down my legs. My boyfriend also notices some sort of liquid patch on the back of my skirt and asks if I have my period. Fucking lol. Classic boys are like, is that a period? Yuck. (laughs) I look down and to my horror, it's sperm that's seeping out of my vagina from last night's antics and is now running down my legs in plain sight. Oh, my gosh. We had to get a bit of newspaper from the cafe to wipe it off. Anyway, that's one way to cook your eggs. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And you know what? I was saying when you wear those lacy knickers, they're only good for like 30 minutes before sex. They serve no other purpose. And then when you're finding them after having your guts rearranged, when you're naked and finding them in the bedroom, you pick them up and they're really crusty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But, hey, I think that is it. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in your ears next Tuesday morning. Yay. Please follow us at Good Bee Podcast on the gram. Rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And, yeah, stay tuned on our socials for that gift and that giveaway, the 15% off. Yes. And we will see you on there. Love you, good bitches. Bye.